0: You have little eyes or big eyes now <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> watching yeah. your every move and how are you going to deal with this and what are you going to say here and, you know mm. it makes you really realize that your faith at home is it is 24 7 mm. you know it's you're on you're on the lookout or they're on they're watching yeah. all the time what's she going to do next <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and i think I guess that just helps me to understand that my my relationship with God needs to be like that too.
1: Hello and welcome. I'm Tanya Reason and this is The Gospel According to Mum, the show where we discuss the transformational work done in us by Jesus Christ as we live out motherhood and discipleship with Him. In part two of this episode, Vanessa and I go deeper into the discipline required of a mother as her children mature not only to guide them, but herself into the new people each becomes. Discipline becomes an integral part of reaching out to and maintaining a relationship with God as we develop and as who we were, to some extent, begins to fade away. mean, You have kids in, in their teenage years yep. now. So you can sort of look back and... I was talking to a friend of mine who's got very small children and mm-hmm. she was concerned about day to day interactions, mm. and the on flow of what they will be. Mm. Have I ruined? Mm. Have I ruined this? This relationship yeah. today? Yeah. But you're further along in the journey now. Mm. And you can tell me <laughs> if my theory is correct, <laughs> that actually a relationship is not one and lost in a day. No, absolutely not. Yeah. yeah. Um, because you said yourself, it's 24 seven, which is it's, it trono. is it's
0: 24 seven. And I do believe that I think modeling to your children to say sorry at the end of the day, because I think, and that's something that a beautiful mentor for me said to me when I was pregnant. She said, if I can give you any advice, when you put your kids to bed every night, just say sorry, sorry for the things I didn't do right today. Mm. And make that a habit that you grow with your children. Because the reality is, is that you're human And you will make many mistakes Mm. and there will be many days that you will wish that you could take words back that you will wish that you could have done it differently Mm. and it is so incredibly true there have been so many moments that i thought oh geez i really did not handle that in the right way Mm. i should have done this i could have done that i you know and so we beat ourselves up a little bit but rather than Mm. dwelling on that and beating yourself up I've just learned to say sorry a Mm. lot. At the end of the day, you know, even if there's anger and frustration and the relationship feels a bit broken, Mm. um, I try to make a point of going in to say goodnight and say, hey, I'm really sorry. If you want to talk about this tomorrow, let's do that. Or sometimes Mm. it's me saying, I really can't talk about this right now, but I just want to say sorry. Sorry for anything, any words that hurt you today or the way Mm. i dealt with this that wasn't a great way to deal with it yeah. just what you don't know i feel i'm really sorry for that yeah and i think that helps them to understand that you're human as well right yeah and that this is a two-way street yeah and it helps them to model saying sorry to other people in their life you know that yeah. you're not perfect we, we don't have it right Ninety percent of the time,
1: rules. Yeah. So. <laughs> Even what we think we do yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think it's yeah, modelling to them that I think is really yeah. important. As you were talking about modelling, I was thinking. Often, and I don't know if other Christians feel this, but often I feel like I should be modelling Christ, mm-hmm. but actually, maybe like what you're saying, we should think of it maybe more as we're modelling a follower of Christ. Mm. Do you think that's more what we're trying to
0: absolutely to do? I think that's more relevant to them. Like you know, if you stood, if we stood our kids in a lineup, you know, when they were like little, and we said, um, "Am I modelling Christ?" Yeah, <laughs> you know, I wonder yeah. what their response would be. Yeah. <laughs> Do I look like um, wow? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I think modelling how to live, and and you know, we know the standards that we have and what mm. what we want um, to model. But I, I think that's more important, you mm-hmm. know, modelling love, modelling forgiveness, modelling grace, modeling, you know, that is all Christ-like things, mm. but just modelling them in a way that makes sense to our
1: kids. Yeah, because he was perfect and he was mm. not only human. Yeah. But we are only human, exactly. aren't we? Exactly. And very imperfect.
0: Very imperfect, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. definitely.
1: But you feel that pressure, don't you, when you've got someone watching you?
0: Oh, it's, your faith is really put to the test, I mm. think. And I guess that's probably what I've noticed a lot is that, you know, your faith, it's 24-7. You know, motherhood is 24-7, but your faith is 24-7 right. when yeah. you have children watching your every move. Yes. <laughs> because, you know, the reality of you know, your faith before you had children, you know, you can turn up to church and home group and the Christian things that you do and the rest, your other 70% of your life can be whatever it whatever you want it to be. Mm. And nobody is the wiser. Yeah. But when you have little eyes or big eyes now <laughs> yeah, watching your every move and how are you going to deal with this and what are you going to say here? And, you know, mm. it makes you really realise that your faith, Faith at home is—it is twenty-four-seven. Is mm-hmm. You know, it's you're on—you're on the lookout, or they're on—they're watching yeah. all the time. What's she going to do next? <laughs> yeah. And I think, I guess that just helps me to understand that my my relationship with God needs to be like that too. Mm. You know, it's not because he's situation. watching us
1: all the time too. Absolutely, so, but it doesn't feel like that. No, There's something about having little eyes. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> because they mirror you. Maybe yeah. that's what it is, yeah. don't they? Because oh, you see yourself in them, and you mm, go, "Oh, oh, that wasn't great." Mm. <laughs> Sometimes my oldest tells you. her younger sister off in my voice, and I think, <gasps> "How oh, I oh, sound! Sounds- I'm so <laughs> horrible." it's terrible yes how are you not scared beyond mm. recognition mm. <laughs> yeah. so it's all right mommy i've got this yes yeah mm. yeah, yeah. sorted out but i think yes.
0: that's that's the kind of relationship that god really wants with us too you know mm. is that 24 7 you know relationship that's good bad ugly it, it imperfect you know Mm. like just like we are with our children at home you know getting it wrong and saying sorry and you know I think that's the same kind of relationship God wants with us Mm -hmm. not just a Sunday once a week I'll see you at church you know yeah yeah. I think think he just wants us to be like oh quick prayer here and a quick prayer there and oh no I really stuffed up again or you know but it's that just that constant interaction yeah
1: Yeah. you know well if we imagine that he's we don't have to imagine, but if we know that he's mm-hmm. with us all the time, mm-hmm. it would be really strange if you had a family member in your house all the time that you only spoke to once a week. Yes. Wouldn't it? If you just had this, <laughs> this guy sitting on the couch that no one acknowledged until, you know, Sunday morning when we all came through and said, Good morning. That's he thought. <laughs>
0: Just, yes, that would it, be very I mean, that is, that
1: is it, isn't it? I mean, it's right here in, absolutely in all of us yep. all the time. Definitely. Yeah. Well, that's a relationship, isn't yes, it? Yes, it is. Yeah. The other thing I wanted to ask you about discipline yes. is the purpose of it. Mm. Because something that I, I'm struggling with, I suppose, and I'm trying, trying to understand, my imperative every day is to keep my children alive and healthy and uninjured. Mm-hmm. And I also have all of these other things as well, the the sort of moral imperative to, like you were saying, we don't, we don't, we can't just take that from the store because that would be stealing. Yes. But as you go through the journey of motherhood, how does discipline change and, and what, what is your end goal really? Is it really keeping them alive or do you think that's something we should hand over in a way? because I know I mean I make all these efforts during the day but I also know in my heart that this I can't necessarily protect them all the time yeah Yeah. as much as I would want to
0: I guess it's it's that going back to that parenting you grow with your child so you know yes there is a phase of your life where you're just keeping them alive And you're disciplining to, you know, like, no, you can't run out on the road because you will die. You know, mm. like, there's, there's a certain amount of what you do and you don't. No, you can't climb on the wall because you will fall down and kill yourself. You know, yeah. like, yeah. there's there's a whole lot of stuff at a certain age that is just about keeping them alive. I think as they grow older, there is a sense of handing over to them because I guess at the end of the day, you are trying to raise a human who is a good human, and also a person who can make decisions for Mm. themselves. So like you said, I can't always protect my children. You know, I can't always, I can't make you not take drugs. I can't, I I would like to choose that for you. (laughs) Yes, But I can't make that decision for you because at Mm. some stage, you actually have to grow enough morals of yourself. You know, you Mm. have to grow some inner character that is gonna make you say, actually no, I don't want to do that. Mm. And so I guess it becomes less about keeping them alive um, and to an extent, you know, the grocery bills still would say that I'm trying to just keep them alive. <laughs> <laughs> but the other side of it is, is that you're just trying to instill enough common sense and, mm. and morals and, and values in your life that you will make good decisions. Mm. You know so it's not just all about keeping you alive now it's about giving you tools to make good decisions right yeah and if you make a bad decision how do you deal with that mm. you know what have I given you enough tools that you can come out of a bad situation because we all make mistakes right mm. so you know and mistakes we look at them with degrees of badness <laughs> <laughs> yeah but really it's just a mistake you know so whichever mistake you make in your life how do you grow from that Mm. how do you come out of that how do you learn something from it and i think that's more the journey of parenting now is Mm. so much more relational it still has boundaries absolutely Mm. but those boundaries have more flexibility in them the boundaries aren't so tight Mm -hmm. because they also are at an age where they are wanting to make their own decisions. Yeah. So you know when they're little, you can make all those decisions because you know what is best. As they get older, those boundaries sort of broaden mm. and they broaden with trust that you give them as well. And tools and relationship. Mm. I think relationship is really sits at the keel. A lot of it is, you know, just talk. Mm. Just talk about everything. Talk Talk about yeah. everything. Pretend it's all natural, even if it isn't. <laughs> It's not, yeah. talking about some things with my kids is not natural, does not come mm. natural to me. Mm. But I think it's, you know, if it's in their world and it's natural for them, then it needs to become natural for you to mm. have a conversation around that. I don't know what that looks like, honey. I've never done drugs, so yeah. I don't know. But, hey, let's explore that and yeah. let's let's think about that and yeah. tell me what happened. And, you know, like, no, I don't know what you're talking about, but let's
1: let's talk about it. Do you find it difficult to turn off the disciplinarian that was required in the, the early years mm. and transition, or did that happen naturally? Was it just a...
0: No. Again, nothing's natural. <laughs> you have to make a decision. Yes. Right, yeah. yes. And I think... So you're you- constantly
1: discerning where your children are yeah. at as well. Yeah, absolutely,
0: yeah. yeah. And I think sometimes you don't realise that they're at a level you're still here, you know, mm-hmm. you're still stuck in the disciplinary and no, this is mm. what I know. I know what decision you need to, you know, yeah. but they've actually, they're ahead of you in the, well, this is who I am. And this is the mm. decision I want to make. And, and so it's letting go. It's a, it's a constant letting go. Right. And and, and it's hard. It's a hard yeah. journey because half the time I know what I think I know what's best for you. Yes. <laughs> and so I just want to make that decision. Yeah. You know? um, but it's, it's letting go mm. and allowing them to make that so no, it's not natural it, it's it's a it's like you're making a decision all the time mm. to let go you know, like a decision to okay, I'll let you make this decision today right. so deciding to let go is,
1: is part of parenting mm. Mm. and you find that difficult obviously but I wonder if You know, when when things go wrong in life, we tend to think, "Oh God, why did you let that happen?" Mm. I've always wondered if it's difficult for Him to Mm. watch us. I'm sure it is. You know, stumbling down. I'm sure it is. I'm I'm sure it is, but it's a necessary part of our
0: growth, isn't it? I think so, because you know, I find it hard to let my kids make decisions that I go, oh my goodness, I can't, like, I've no words, I'm
1: speechless. <laughs> I said that to my eldest the other day, I said, mm-hmm. look, you can always tell mummy anything, I'm sure there's nothing you can say that will surprise me, and I actually thought at the time, I can't back that up. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, what have yeah, I done? <laughs> what have I said? You know? But I've also been really aware right from day one. Mm that my children are not an extension of me. Mm. They have some characteristics, but that they, the person in there is not yep. me. Yeah. Or, or my husband. Yeah. I mean, it, that must, surely that must mean then that at some point down the track they're going to do something that I wouldn't do. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you think now at this stage that it's more about the relationship building than the training?
0: Oh, absolutely. A hundred percent. You know, now... I don't know. I always, I guess, look back and I go, "Have I done enough?" That's my constant mm. question. Have I, have I, have I trained and disciplined enough in those earlier years? Right. Um, but I think that's something that you never really know the answer to, because every child is so different, mm. and every child will react differently to to life. You know, so we have two who are very different to each other, mm. who would choose very different things in situations who would react differently and yet they've both been given the same amount of training and tools and mm. you know and it just shows that they're individuals at the right, base yeah. of it, you know and so the way they decide on something will be completely different mm. because they're very different humans and so i do think it's it's so much about the relationship now mm. you know yeah um and yes there are times when you need to go you know what no absolutely not and i will often say you know I am making the best decision I can with the tools I have in Mm. front of me. You Mm. know, with what I know, I am making the best decision I can with that. I may be wrong, but I'm going to make that decision based on the evidence I have in front of me. That is what I'm going to do. And another parent might decide something else, but that is what I'm doing with what I have in front of me. So sometimes that will be some sort of, you know, if you've crossed the line and I've, you know, I've handed over, you know, I've... I've trusted, I suppose, I've, I've handed over trust to you and you've broken that trust, then I'm sorry. This is mm. the discipline that goes around that. Right, yeah. Um, but it is, it is, yeah, 100%, I think, yeah. is relationship now. Mm. yeah. At, at the age our kids are, you know, yeah. teenagers, it's very, yeah. you know, much less hands-on parenting and yeah. much more
1: talking. Yeah. Mm. it just reminded me of of David you know after after the whole mm. Bathsheba um, debacle yes. unfolded and I always remember god God saying to david i i forgive you and and I still love you, mm. but the consequences are still going to unfold mm. because you did the wrong thing mm. absolutely and, um, yeah it's it's more that kind of yeah that kind of conversation isn't it absolutely yeah, I, yeah. I'm not going to it's not a punishment per se, but I, yeah. I, it's, and I think there's a consequence
0: there's for a what consequence. you did. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. There's,
1: there's two questions really mm. in terms of the kind of respect that you teach through discipline and training when they're small. Does that change as time goes on? I mean, you're, you're, you're wanting to maintain a, a respectful mm. relationship. Mm. Is it do you think it's entirely based on how you were in those early years? Or is it something that has to, the way that they respect you has to change?
0: I think you earn people's respect. Is
1: yes. that an ongoing and developing process? I think so, mm.
0: yeah. Cause I think as a parent, you know, when they're little, they respect you because they're actually scared of you, really. Mm. You know and we don't want to say that all the time because we're like no they're not scared of us they love us and of course they do but to an extent they have a fear of us you know Mm. they're not like terrified you're going to hurt them or something Mm. like that but it's more of a fear of disappointing mummy and daddy and you know that because you've set boundaries in place you know they know mm. that if they do the wrong that they know they know when they're doing the wrong thing and mm. they know that that creates a disappointment yeah. in you because all you need to do
1: is look at them with that look yeah. of like oh, yes ex- oh, exactly yeah. what I was thinking I want my frown to have an impact absolutely yeah
0: and so well, they know that they've disappointed you mm. so you know their respect is, is more around the fear of disappointing mommy and daddy mm. you know um I don't think they sit there and just respect us for
1: putting rules in place No, an excellent rule, Mummy. Well done. (laughs) Ten points. I don't think that's how they do it. Um, (laughs) You can have a chocolate.
0: (laughs) Two today, actually. (laughs) Um, But I think Mm. as they grow, respect for us isn't different in the sense that they... they understand so much more and so mm. then their respect of you is have you made a good call as a parent on a particular thing which mm. they may disagree with so it might not be an instant respect but a couple of weeks later or whatever that might be a way that they look at it mm. because oh, mum was right or dad was right or you know what I mean yeah and so then their respect is is different
1: yeah, I wanted to. We've we've gone away from it a little bit, but I'll go back to our point about individual lives. Mm-hmm. You talked about not. Uh, oh, actually, we talked about this before about not knowing your own identity. Mm. As a mother, it sort of gets morphed and changed. Mm. Yeah. Maybe we we probably shouldn't look at our lives as any kind of plan until after the fact. Yeah. Which is frustrating for someone like me who <laughs> likes plans. Yeah, I think it's. you could let me in on a few yeah. things. Yeah, yeah, I think
0: it's frustrating for most of us, particularly women. I think we like to know what's going to happen, when it's going to happen, how mm. it's going to happen, because we've got too many things to juggle. So yeah. I need to sort out my plan because. I've got ten things to do today, and how am I going to make this work? Yeah, yeah.
1: I so, suppose also the 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 other question would be: are you, Do you find yourself almost fighting with with God to plan your children's lives? Yeah,
0: I suppose sometimes you do. You, you you're walking ahead, trying to sort things out,
1: yeah. and maybe not, or really. maybe thinking that you're working with God to plan yes. your children's lives. <laughs> to be the other absolutely working yeah. together <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. but is
0: that the right way to do it or no mm. I don't know that's an interesting
1: yeah mm. interesting question because mm. you also mentioned it's constantly a decision of letting mm. go mm. but there's you know if you're having to let go then there's obviously a the the opposite of that is that you're yeah. holding on holding on yeah definitely mm. I, I
0: think you hold on you know, if I touch back on what you were saying with our losing our, our identity a bit mm. in in motherhood, I, I think I'm I'm more acutely aware of that, probably in the last couple of years as I as my children getting older, and getting to that end of their schooling life, I guess. You know, m- my identity is very, has been very morphed, intermingled mm. with them and who I am as a person mm-hmm. you know oh that's you know that's my boy's mom or that's my girl's marble you yeah. know that's necessarily Vanessa and so I think there's that uh, being you know intermingled in that identity
1: well it's it actually was a question I was going to ask you okay. about earlier which is the self-sacrifice of motherhood mm. and the service of motherhood mm. I was going to say the servanthood of motherhood seems very apparent in the early years mm. to me at mm. this point for me. Yeah. And and the element of self-sacrifice is there as well. Yeah. But you're further along in the journey and you're talking about now finding that you are struggling to identify yourself. Mm. Yeah. And I actually have had feelings at times that I am disappearing a little yeah. bit. Mm. So I wonder if the sac- self-sacrificing of yourself mm. Mm. It was actually a sort of ongoing process. Mm. Which do you think is having the most impact on you and your faith? I think it's both things. And I think it's it's different for different seasons.
0: You know, in different seasons of, of your life, one thing will stand out more than the other. Mm. But I think both things have a big impact. And I think you're right. I think we lose a lot of who we are in the process mm. of being... which is it's not like a bad loss it's a it's a it's a a wonderful loss like Mm. it's a experience that I wouldn't trade for anything you know Mm. I've I've loved being able to be self-sacrificial for my children Mm. and serving my children and you know it's taught me a lot about placing myself last and placing others first you know Mm. which is exactly what Jesus did and how he lived his life you know so what a brilliant way to to learn <laughs> i know, guess is yeah. having children and being put in that situation i think where i'm at, at at losing a bit of who i am is just that our identity is so morphed with our children and so who 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 am i am i just my children's mum, or am i mm. or am i vanessa who has these strengths and these weaknesses and these, you know, who, who am I at mm. the end? Of, because sometimes you're just exhausted from being a mum. And, yeah. and so what makes Tanya happy? What makes Tanya excited? What, yeah. You know, like we just lose that in the process mm. of being so giving to our kids and our family. Um, and so who are we at the crux? Of, yeah. At the end of that, if I lost my kids, if they leave home in the next few years, yeah, who am I? Yeah. You know how do I become me again? Yeah. You know w- without them, you know they'll always be part of me. And you'll always worry about your children. And you'll always think about them and you'll always love them and all of those kind of things. But mm. at the end of the day, who are you without them?
1: Mm. Yeah. That's such an Sorry. interesting oh, That's <laughs> a deep no, question. It's <laughs> it's, so, it's really interesting if you if you look at it from the perspective of God mm. with us as his children who is he without us mm. I don't I don't even know if that's mm. even a question I should be asking is it somehow blasphemous <laughs> I don't know it feels it feels like a dangerous question yeah, to ask. Is. but um. but obviously there is something in that that we need to understand mm. isn't there because mm. I can feel it happening to me already mm. and it's, and it's I actually, do think like when my children have gone, I wonder what hmm. what state I'll be in, hmm. you know. Well, it's actually a scary thought. Hmm. You know? I was going to ask you, is it something that scares you or makes oh, you excited?
0: Terrifies. No, it terrifies me. Hmm. Absolutely. I, I guess, and it's just something I'm grappling with at the moment hmm. is the, you know, okay, who am I? And who, who am I underneath this? And discovering hmm. who I am again finding time for me Mm. in the equation of life you know and I think that's just it's so important Mm. so important for us women to do especially as mums you know we like I said you lose yourself in that process and it's a beautiful loss at the time Mm. and it's and you don't see it as a loss and there's no regrets there's no you know I'm not coming from a negative and regretful angle Mm. it's more coming from a point of view that I need to know who I am still mm. at the base of all of this so that mm. when I come out the other end I'm not like, oh my goodness what am I going to do, an mm. empty shell, exactly. Mm. I don't want to be that mm. and so I'm, I'm very mindful as I, as I look around and I talk to different mums that they're actually doing exactly what I've been doing, mm. you know, and they're lost in the process of who they are, you know, um, like it's so important to learn to talk about other things other than just your children yeah you know (laughs) and it's our world and we talk about that because Mm. it is our world and it occupies 90 percent of our time and you know like so of course we talk about that and yeah and that's all we talk about sometimes but it is so important to have other things to talk about other interests you know discipline ourselves in other areas of life Mm. that are not just our children you know look after our bodies look after our health like all of those things that valuing us yeah
1: know? yeah well you have found some ways to do that haven't yes. you with with running and yes. and walking you, you said that you I mean this is where discipline and consistency has, has helped you yeah and, and you said in your notes that you often pray when you're out walking yeah. and running and i found myself doing the same yeah because it's a quiet moment it's a quiet space and no one no one can talk it's to me while interrupt am <laughs> Yes. running away yeah yeah and more frequently I found myself worshipping as well yeah. if I've got a song playing yeah and I don't know what I must look like running up the road, <laughs> crazy woman <laughs> flailing around but mm. but it's just a nice time because I can't worship at church anymore in yeah. the same way because I'm
0: you're running after your children. children yeah exactly yeah absolutely yeah so, yeah. yeah yeah I, I think understand. it's a beautiful space you know it's a discipline you know I don't I don't bounce out of bed at you know, sometimes I'm up at four thirty, quarter to five. It's not mm. really a time where I bounce out of bed. <laughs> in all honesty, <laughs> so, I, I fall out of bed. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a discipline, and I guess that's the way I look at it. Is it's not it's not something I go. I can't wait to get up at four thirty in the morning. Mm. Like it, I don't have that feeling. I don't go to bed thinking that way. Yeah. But the discipline I have behind it is that I know that if I get up and I do this, I will feel so much better for doing Mm. it, you know, so I will get out, I will clear my head, I will spend time with God, I will come back, I will enjoy my coffee and, you know, and I sit and I have a little devotional with God then and I've I've, so I've been and I've walked and I've solved the world's problems and I've, you know, rehashed my day yesterday and worked out what are the things Mm. I need to say to the kids or, you know, like... All of those kind of things. Yeah. And it's almost like you download your brain a little bit, mm. I suppose. I look at it a bit like, you know, computers need to download their information and archive some things yeah. and delete some
1: things. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Edit some things. <laughs> I'm regularly fragmented, that's <laughs> the only defragment. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I think I look
0: at it that way, that you know, the more you do that in nature and you, it's fresh air it's mm. nature it's beautiful and quiet and you know you can just download your brain and mm. clear mm. that space so that you're ready for the next for whatever today is going to hold for you yeah mm-hmm. so it's not something i wake up like like i said i don't bounce out of bed and 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 do this and it doesn't come natural let's mm. go back to it, it doesn't mm-hmm. come natural yeah <laughs> It's it's a choice. It's a decision yeah. that I make, yeah. and I make that decision because I know the impact it will have on my day.
1: Mm. That's a really key thing because mm. you said it's not, It's in your notes as well, you said it's a decision. It's not mm. a feeling. It's not, yeah. And a wonderful, beautiful friend of mine, who is a woman that I would love to be on the show because she's just mm. wonderful, but she said to me, if I'd relied on my feelings and my faith, I'd be nowhere. Mm. And I think so often, yeah. it's really driven home. Oh, I need to feel mm. the Holy Spirit and feel yes. these feelings and feelings <laughs> and feelings. But actually, I think I think Christianity is an intelligent faith. Mm. We're meant to use our intellect. Yeah. And 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 I mean, to be a disciple is is a discipline. Yeah. That is the word. So. Yeah. To make decisions about being with God. I don't see that that is an error yeah. or making things sterile. Mm. I think that's actually really important. Mm. It, I mean, parenting is, it is 24 seven. Mm. And if you don't keep moving, I've found the day gets away from you very quickly.
0: Yeah, <laughs> definitely.
1: So I've had to be disciplined yes. as a mother. And do you think you would have had that discipline for your faith if you hadn't have been through motherhood? Mm. Do you think it's given mission, you that ability? Yeah, yeah, I think... Well, well, yeah, I mean, yeah. had I had a different life, I would be different. Yeah, so. but, yeah. But has it has it given you that? I think it's helped me, mm. definitely.
0: And I, and I wouldn't say that you, you have to go to, through motherhood to experience a no, life like that no. at all. I wouldn't say that. But I would say that, yes, it has helped me, definitely. Mm. Because I now, I guess I just have that same discipline with God. It's not like I bounce out of bed wanting to spend some time with God. But you know, when I do have the discipline of doing that, I feel so much better for mm. doing that. You know, so it's it's that again, that choice, not really yeah. it's not a feeling. It's not like, ah, oh, I don't feel like it today, so I'm not gonna do it. You know, it's
1: mm.
0: no, just do it because you'll feel so much better for doing it. Yeah. And I think it's the same with, you know, exercise. Do it. No, you don't feel like it. That's okay. Go with the you don't feel like it but just do it anyway because yeah. <laughs> you'll feel so much better yeah. for doing it you know and i think it just yeah i i i now notice when i don't have that time with God, mm. it's like oh something's missing from my day i didn't mm. start quite right it's you know which yeah. is kind of a nice thing now you know i always I think I always thought, oh, I just look at people who seem to have this amazing relationship with God, and I'd love to have that. And now that I've got my head around, this is a decision. This is not; it doesn't just happen. It's it's a habit you yeah. need to create. And yeah. You need to, just like you have that discipline of rolling out of bed and going for a run, then you have that mm-hmm. discipline with God. It's 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 a discipline that when you create it and you create a consistency with it, it actually has the impact that you want. It has yeah. that desired result. You know, it's like, yeah. it's that goal setting. I suppose, yeah. you know, like, you know, you train really hard for a goal and you don't just wing it it doesn't yeah. usually work yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so you have to work towards it and yeah. and I think it's the same with you know God
1: well, imagine if you happen. did that with your children exactly you know we sort of again this natural mm. this idea of a natural mm. bonding and relationship yep. but that doesn't happen does no. it you work every day at a relationship Absolutely. with your children and with your spouse yes definitely that's work every day so
0: yeah, yeah. it would have to be the same definitely and I don't know why we don't view it that way sometimes we view it so separate it's that mm. compartmentalizing our life that we mm. tend to do and it's like no that's we have to work at everything yeah. you know you, you your clothes don't just get clean you got to clean them you know yeah <laughs> the kitchen's not clean you gotta yeah. clean it yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> food doesn't appear yeah, you gotta cook I, it i pray for god to clean my clothes and a washing machine turned oh. up on the front yeah <laughs> what do i do with that yeah, That's right. yeah. You know, like but a, then we're together with him, aren't mm, we? You know, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I've had runs. I'm I'm not a runner, as you know. I'm not a natural runner. <laughs> least, well, we've had runs together that I remember. Unless there's, yes, unless there's an imperative, but uh, someone's chasing me. But mm-hmm. um, but you know, I've had runs where I didn't want to go. Mm. I had a bad time, mm. and I didn't feel better afterwards. Yep. But it was still a run that I did, yes. you know, it was one on, yep. it was a notch on the belt. And yep. I think relationships are the same. Like mm. sometimes you have a day where child absolutely. or husband or whatever, yep. and it didn't go very well and yep. you didn't want to be there. Yep. <laughs> but, but it was a day you spent, mm. you know, I think, mm. do you think it's important to be able to accept when oh, it absolutely. isn't wonderful as absolutely. well? Absolutely. Yeah, it's part of the rich tapestry.
0: Absolutely, because just like motherhood is sometimes not wonderful. <laughs> yeah, you know, like you yeah. said, there are days where you're like, "Oh man, I could be anywhere else but here." Yeah. Yeah. I could think of a million places to be <laughs> yeah. and a million different yeah. things to be doing. It's, it is definitely the same, the mm. same for motherhood, the same for exercise, I think the same for God. You know, you will have moments where it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel different. Mm. Um, but I think just having the consistency to keep doing what you're doing has a long term mm. result. Yeah. I think that's the
1: way I look at it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like 1 Corinthians nine twenty four and 27. Do you not know that in a race, all the runners run, but only one gets the prize? So run in such a way as to get the prize and all of that, you know, everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. It's right there, mm. isn't it? Absolutely. I don't know why we get, well, we all want heady days when we first fell yeah. in love with God and yes. it's, it's all wonderful. Yeah. And, but actually now we're in the marriage part. <laughs> It's a marathon. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, but motherhood trains endurance, doesn't it? Yeah,
0: absolutely. Because
1: you have no choice.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You're in it, and you need to stay in it. There's no, mm. there's no just waking up going no, I don't want to be a mum today. You know, it's mm. just not happening. Like yeah. you're committed. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's. I think it's the same if you're doing a marathon and you're you're committed to it. You know, yeah. so. You're going to run. You're going to keep running and mm. just keep going. Yeah. You're going to get there. No.
1: Yeah. I wonder if we knew. I often think, I wish I'd had some some training for this. Surely I should have had some training for this. This is so important. <laughs> but I wonder if I'd known. One... Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. You wouldn't yeah. be it's here if you too much.
1: To... <laughs> it's too much to take in, it isn't is. it? It is. It is not Yeah, definitely. We, we always want God to tell us everything, but yeah. actually I don't think we could manage it. No, I don't think we could and I don't think we would
0: be where we are. Like we wouldn't we wouldn't say yes to things if mm. we knew the extent of what it would mean. Yeah. Like I I feel that being a mum is probably the hardest job you ever do. Yeah. And the most stretched that you will be in your life mm. in every aspect. You know, it's not just it's tiredness, it's everything, mm. you know. And I don't I just don't think if you knew all of that that you would you would be here making these choices. Yeah. Who would have thought you know if, I, if, if I'd probably known how hard this is, would I have wanted a baby so badly? I don't know? Mm.
1: Maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> do you know? Yeah. yeah, do you know what I mean? Well I, I did not realize how deeply it would impact me personally. Mm. like you say that the, uh, your identity disappears, but something else emerges. Mm but mm. actually I think I will probably look back on and say that was an incredible blessing
0: absolutely
1: yeah but but it's, it's not uh, it's not easy no definitely not it's not a it's not a cakewalk
0: no. yeah. <laughs> definitely yeah. not and you often wonder how you how you do it and who's the person that emerges yeah. out of situations you know the strength that you come out with sometimes you go oh who is that person I didn't mm. know that was hiding inside you mm. know, I think there are times where you go, oh wow, I'm stronger and more capable than what I thought I was, you know, which we wouldn't experience if we didn't have children. So.
1: Yeah, yeah. But maybe this looking ahead to our vanishing identity is is just another iteration of what we were doing when we were waiting for our children to show up in the yes. first place. Maybe yeah. we should trust that God knows who we are and um, He'll let us know when we get there when it's yeah. when it's important. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Vanessa. This was such a great conversation and so many new things to think about. So, <laughs> thank you for oh, coming on. Thank you. Thanks
0: for having me. I really pleasure. enjoyed it.
1: Thanks for listening today. This episode marks the end of Season 2. I hope you've enjoyed this season and that you've been encouraged and uplifted by the stories we've shared. You can stay connected to us meantime through Facebook and Instagram. Do take a moment to follow us and share links and posts as this really does help to spread the word about the show. If you or a mum you know has a story to share about her walk with Christ through motherhood, then please do contact the show through our website, www.thegospelaccordingtomum.com. Don't be afraid to pass on the faith and understanding that God has given you. It's so needed, and we'd love to hear from you. In the meantime, be encouraged, friend, and remember the God who taught you to love will not leave you as you walk with Him more and more at your own pace. I'm Tanya Reason, and you've been listening to The Gospel According to Mum. Till next time.